We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, you! Come out here on the floor. Let's rock some more. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Mr. Crenshaw's shoulders are popping right now. Up and down. <laughs> we are in for John and Hugh on this day after Christmas. Yeah, I did that one. I did that one for Mama. Yeah, well, Mom, Mama, love, love Jackie Wilson. Mama was a Jackie Wilson fan, and anything he did or sounded like that, she would start dancing. Between my parents, she was the one who danced. Okay. I showed you some of them old pictures I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. none of them, when she was out at, at, at balls and, and flipping around and jitterbugging, was my father in them pictures. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> oh, it, no. it was all them no. college, all them folks at Hampton. You know, they, they they all knew each other, but he wasn't getting on the dance floor. So he wouldn't do that. No, he's not a dancer. Okay. He's he's a shortstop, second baseman, center fielder. He's an athlete. That's his thing. That's where I get it from. But I can do both actually. But yeah, um, I saw. And the reason I brought that up is because today. Like my mother, there's a lot of women who are taking a second and acknowledging their connection with Phi Delta Theta. It was formed on this day, 1848. All right? I didn't know the location of the first or or where it was formed. You guys, you want to take a guess? Eric, anybody? I know y'all are kind of good at this. Where Deltas were formed. First one is like the mid 18, 1800, 1848. I got two guesses. I'm, one comes to me as Howard. Howard. Probably. No. No. Okay. No. Um, Actually, this one is not traditional HBCU. It, it, no, it's it's not. As a matter of fact, my hint would be. Is it in the state of Indiana? No. Okay. No, that's Kappa's. Think think of think of a future quarterback Hall of Famer with a nickname that reminds you of a a sound off the Thames in England. You got me. Okay, that would be Big Ben. Oh, Miami of Ohio? Yep. Wow. Okay. That's, at least wow. that's what's written here. Miami of Ohio. Hmm. That's where that's where the fraternity was founded. Oxford, Ohio. So there you go. Uh well, you looking at me funny. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that's where that's where it was reported to, to have started. So as as unique as that sounds. Well, there are a few that were not started at HBCU, so you'd be surprised. Because Alpha was started at Harvard. Okay. The men of Alpha were started at Harvard. And there were at least two that were started at the University of Indiana. Well, Indiana, I'm sorry, Indiana University. Indiana I, University. Right. Yeah. Bloomington. Correct. Bloomington, right. So, uh, great stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, see, let me just tell you something. Just, just a brief example of the stuff that we do, Sam and I, mostly me, and then Eric's contribution to what we do on the weekends that we're bringing to John and Hugh's show. That's a whole lot of insignificant information, and, that's, and I couldn't be prouder of it. And we also say at the top of each hour, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And uh, happy holidays to you folks in Redan. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Oh, Redan. Redan Raiders. Redan, um, Redan, let me see. 
Brandon Phillips. Uh, Ooh, see, that's the other thing we do. What, what? While you're thinking there, no, Brandon, folks Brandon, mention Brandon, a city. Brandon, and, and Brandon Phillips. Hang on, why are you doing Ke- that? Kevin Butler. Let me tell the folks what's going on here. See, Mr. Crenshaw, I just mentioned a city. Mr. Crenshaw was, will give you all kinds of nuggets Terrence from that Matthews. particular area. High school, you know, name of the team, guys these, who played there, football, basketball, maybe these, even all lacrosse. All these, all these That's what you're listening school. to right now. So back to our action. Okay, there we go. How come I say back to the action and you yeah, stop I don't talking? Know, I'm just saying you go through the front door of the school and all that, all them things jump out. It's the Hall of Intimidation. The Hall of Intimidation? <laughs> they got to shorten that. <laughs> yes. That's, that's the Hall of Intimidation hey, over people. Redan. When you walk through Redan, all that stuff reach you at the door. Chris Gardaki, all that. All, that, all, all right. That. Well, yeah. even though I realize this is, you know, not a time where there's a lot of information going on with local high school sports, we just got through talking to Kyle Sandy. Give us what you got, but I do I'm want to piggyback. I'm running a, a, a little college. First of all, college basketball is going on, and we haven't talked a lot about that either. We talked okay. about high school basketball. Uh, college, in case you're wondering, um, D1 teams around the area are – are doing well. How's how's the house doing so far? Oh, extremely well. They are six and two, maybe on the season. Okay. They're on their break right now. They'll come back for after the first and get into their conference play. But had a great non-conference schedule to start the year. Who's that? You talking about Morehouse? Morehouse. Morehouse. The house. Okay, yeah. so great, great. Best Division two team in the state. There we go. There was, let's see that. <laughs> Just wait on now, that. Now, now, now the folks down at the alma mater might have yep. more something to say about that. Mm-hmm. They usually play each other. They do. Um, I'm not they, sure if they have a game. This they would have already played probably. I can't yeah. even look at the schedule. Usually the alma mater plays Morehouse in basketball. It's usually pretty big. Uh, um, let me go with our D ones. Georgia. Georgia's at nine and three. They got a new coach over there. They're doing well. They hit the transfer portal. Hard and these guys are playing well together. They're nine and three. They got Ryder coming up Wednesday at home. Georgia Tech is seven and five. They got UVA coming up New Year's Eve. Uh, diving into conference play, Georgia State starts conference play Thursday. They are seven and five. They got JMU. That's a new James Madison, one of the new members of Sun Belt. We're going to see how what the basketball is going to be like. Some of these new members, James Madison, Southern Miss, um, uh, Marshall, and then an Old Dominion. We know Old Dominion is usually pretty strong basketball. We'll see how they do. Uh, Georgia Southern is playing South Alabama Thursday night. They are seven and six. Georgia Southern is, and Kennesaw State at eight and five. They um, they're just back from playing Indiana. Uh, eight and five they are. They play Central Arkansas on New Year's Eve. That's a two o'clock start. So just giving some folks some. If you haven't been keeping up, if you haven't been keeping up with this stuff. Just trying to get you up to speed. Well, I got one that you missed out on. By the way, Sam and Greg. Sam and Greg, in for John and Hugh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We wanted to make a special little shout-out to our friend, Dr. Maria Boynton. Yeah. Because you were telling me something about Albany State. Albany State got a new football coach, Quinn, Quinn Gray. Yeah, FAMU alum. and um, Former Florida a quarterback. And then uh, teammate, former teammate, I didn't find out. You know, him and Hugh played together in Jacksonville. Okay. Because when Hugh came in here to do the – uh, well, well, wait for a tailgate show on Saturday, which was different. He said, man, my, my former teammate, the new coach at Albany State. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, we only played together. Of course, he was only in Jacksonville for that, I think, one season. One season yeah. But he was extremely proud. He had his chest all pumped up yeah. that his former teammate's a new head coach at Albany State. How could State. you tell? Yeah. Well, well, how could you tell when Hugh's chest is puffed out? The dude walks excited. around. Excited, he walks bro. around well, like he's a pretty like, massive guy. Yeah, you know saying. what I mean. How could you tell? Because he's always walked around. I mean, his natural walk is somebody you just don't want to mess with. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but you know, hey, now that we have it on the subject, let's um, wish John was really under the weather because John and Hugh did the Wade Ford tailgate show together. 
you know, working on the, these two guys who's off this morning to work together on Saturday. But John was a little under weather. He only did about half the show. So okay. let's hope John is feeling better yeah. this morning. Yeah, Con- Conti came in and f- out of the bullpen to finish the show. Wow. For Let me tell you something about that dude. Yeah. Somebody needs to give him something. Yeah. He yeah. has sat in for Rathman. This yeah, year, yeah. he did some TV for the Hawks. Now we're not talking about folks yeah. that you know. He's done TV under, for Atlanta United. He's his umbrella. And let yeah. me just let's all just like take a second here. Yeah, and really. I'm not I'm not doing this because he is who he is as far as our our immediate superior. But Mike Yo, was Mike was one of us until about a year or so ago. Within the work. last year, Yeoman's work. And 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 meaning that he had a title, a job. That he did regularly, which included making sure the updates were taken together. He was our sports director, right? And while still being the voice of Atlanta United on radio and doing what he does for the Hawks. And just slid into this office this past year, becoming our new market manager. So all the duties that go along with that and continuing to be the person he is in front of the microphone would think would fill up two people's day. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody asks him to, hey, so-and-so, you know, they bumped a knee, they got a cold, they got this and that, he not hesitated to jump in there. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, again, and and do a job like somebody who's been hired to do that job versatile. for the last 10 years. Versatile, yeah. very versatile. That's yeah, all I want to say. Business. I want to yeah. say. So we got mad respect for Mike Conte yeah. and, and love for him and, and, and what he does and how he keeps this place together. And there's been a transition. Oh, yeah. In 92 9 the game. Some of you noticed, some of you haven't. But we've continued to excel and no small you know parts of Mike and, you, know and you Eric, and other folks here. You know, a nugget I learned about Mike that I did not know that I learned recently? Before he got into sports, he was in news. He did news radio in New Orleans okay. before he came here. I, regular, I was like, man, I figured you were a lifelong sports guy. But no, he did news radio. Huh? I mean, I, First time. I, I think we've all done both sides of the fence. I've been, you know, look at you. You, Mr. Crenshaw, television, now he's in radio. I did rock radio forever, came over here, did sports, then went back to rock radio, Dave yeah. FM hit. Now he came back, Dave FM, yeah, he just kind of sunk into the soil, and 92.9 The Game was birthed, and here I am. Yeah. All along giving you guys jobs in the movies or letting you know where you can find them. Which, That's by the coming way, up. What time is it coming up? Pardon? What time is that 840. I ain't done a casting call in a while. And okay. it couldn't be slower, but there's information you should kind of just be aware of and take advantage of this time. You ain't got to go nowhere. Just take advantage of it. Put your names in places, and I'll let you know about that coming up at 840. Sam and Greg again, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're going to get into this ref thing because we didn't finish yeah, that because with you, you just Kyle talking Sandy. about jobs. This is another thing we're talking about is jobs. Yeah. And um, Well, I was curious. If, if, well, if, you said there was a story to hit the headlines? Well, no, no, no. Well, okay. We had Kyle Sandy on our last segment. I was curious as he talked about everything surrounding, you know, high school and uh, basketball and, and, the, and the playoffs coming on and, and then delved into some other areas. I was curious if he had saw the story on Real Sports this past year. Now, I saw the replay of it or parts of it, you know, because Gumble does that year-end thing where all the stories they've covered throughout the course of the year. Well, they had one story kind of part and parcel of what you have talked about, the experiences of refs on on all levels. But this one was high school, okay? And I ain't nobody wanting to try to get into this business anymore because of the abuse that they take from parents out there. And then they showed footage of it, and they talked about the injuries. 
And then they talked about how this is not just an American thing, obviously. They talked, you know, they showed soccer matches around the world. You know how they can get. So I was curious if, if he had saw that, and, he, you know, we didn't get a chance to. But then by extension, I wanted to talk to you as we move into this next year. Do you feel comfortable that that industry is going to be able to fill a lot of the holes that they have? Well, I certainly hope so. I actually had the chance to work with a rookie just last week. He's a young man, Georgia Tech grad, and he was only in his second game of high school officiating. We were doing a JV game, and I had a chance to work with him. And then after the game, we went out on the court and worked on some fundamentals. And me and Sam were talking during the break. This is, you know, after January, this is the time of year that most organizations will really ramp up their recruitment because it's the beginning of the year. They'll have their – New year meetings, you got to come in and pay your dues, and and those th- and you know they'll start really coordinating their training schedule, you know. So if you want to get in the football, they'll have their early year meetings, and then they can get you on the field for your spring ball. Uh, baseball, high school baseball will start in the middle of the cold of February, yeah, yeah, and we will start high school baseball will start training the second week of January. So if you are uh, someone out there who loves the game of baseball, officiating baseball is so much. Fun, and I took it. Once you get past that first month, because it's cold yeah, out yeah, there yeah. that first right, month, right? It's so much fun, and the baseball that's played in Georgia that's practically paid year round because we're going to start high school the first week of February, and travel baseball that will start in the fall will go all the way to the very last week of November. You know, so if you want a a extra job where you can do year round and really make some great extra pay. Baseball. Baseball is a great store to do it, and there's a great need for it. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. When it comes to getting baseball uh, umpires, how long do you stay with somebody who you see doesn't have a strike zone that's consistent? Because, see, that would make me want to walk into traffic. If I got, you know, my kid's game or whatever. And this, listen, there's one thing to say about bad umpires. If you're bad for both teams, okay, we'll put up with it. But you're talking about people trying to get these jobs. Is that not a thing that you look for as far as somebody in a strike zone? You know, is there an eye test? I'm asking questions that people driving around listening right now would would be curious about. Is there an eye test? Now, I'd imagine these guys, these guys aren't professional, but is. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we tell the new umpires that you're going to see anywhere between 2,000 and 3,000 pitches before you get your zone down, okay? Really? Yes. How long does that oh, take, yeah. would you say? Um, probably a year to year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Now, understand this. And as I said, with when we had this conversation about football, we really got to wrap this up here soon. When you first get that uniform on, they're not going to throw you out there with Buford versus Westminster, okay? They're going to start you with – the middle school JVs and their smaller schools where the talent level may not be, you know, they're not, your first pitch you see is not going to be 87 on the corner, okay? It's going to be in the mid-60s, mid maybe the low-70s, and down the middle. You know, they're going to make sure you get games where you can get comfortable and slowly build up your eye and your repertoire, and the game will slow down to you. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. All right, sounds All good right. to me. Well, he's running the show, so I was waiting for the music to start. No, remember he told I, me that no, earlier. No, but, but I'm saying that. He said we got to get out of here. Some like, people want to start start the new year. They've been thinking about it. Been sitting on the fence. Get off the fence and get into the game. And these, you didn't mention pay, but there's. All I say, it is a great way to make an extra income. Some people make it their primary income. Believe it or not, well, because, they hit the number already. Because you can do it year round. 
Yeah. If you want to. If you want to. Yes, because you did some traveling there. All right, man, listen, I appreciate it. That's what I wanted to know. I was curious about that. So, um, again, this is what we do on the weekends. We give you guys all kinds of information. Some of it is insignificant, but some of it important. And we try to help you get some jobs. We're going to tell you about some more coming up in a bit here. Gil Tyree, former Atlanta sportscaster, is going to join us next. He's up in Philly, and there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And we just we love hearing that voice from him. From Gil. I can't even do it right. Yeah. We get, he's like Marvin Frank, Melvin Franklin from The Temptations. He will be joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app as we're in for John and Hugh. Sports Radio 929thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg uh, in for John and you on this day after. 26th day of December. It's Monday morning, and we don't normally work, obviously, Monday through Fridays, but we'd love it when we get a chance to. Like I said, we're, we're, we're the theme in the background is you take things back to the mall. Yes, that's traditionally. As you return things today, we're just keeping you coming. But that, you know what, though? Exactly. That's... Uh, it, it just may not be a thing anymore. I'd love to know the percentage of where it is now versus where it was in the heyday. You know, depends on how quickly you want it back. You well, want to you want to ship it back right now. You know the way the weather is right now. And and the pl- and the plane situation. Right, right, right. You yeah. know you can take it back to the mall and change it today rather than put it in the mail. Well, let's ask our guest if he's one of those people. <laughs> let's ask our guest if he's what? one of those people that that is going to venture out today, or is that part of his? Usual December twenty sixth schedule. Well, and welcome in Vince uh, uh, Gil Tyree, man. How you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, my, man. My guys, what what a better way? The greatest Christmas gift I could ever receive is getting the opportunity to spend the day after with my homeboys. Okay, <laughs> and I tell you something: you have you have stocked you have definitely stuffed my stock in the day. Okay. So, anyway, yeah, how you guys doing? Doing great. Doing, hey, we huh? brought we brought you back in with some music. It was actually written and produced yeah, by Robert. Tom Bell. Oh yeah, uh, a legend who who passed away uh, uh, over the weekend, Sam, and and just uh, I mean, you know, we're seeing so many people that we were part of a part of our generation of just leaving us. You know, mm-hmm. Franco Harris, Tom Bell. I mean, you know, they say it goes in threes, Greg, and uh, you know, we're just seeing people depart here. But what a, I mean, he, along with Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, literally made the sound of Philadelphia uh, international. You know, yeah. Philadelphia International Records. Um, you know, so many great groups. The OJs, uh, you know, you look at uh, what went on with uh, Teddy Pendergrass and Billy Paul and uh, the sound of Philadelphia, Three Degrees, all of those great groups yeah. of that era. You know, and we're losing them now. But and I, I tell you this, um, it, it just really, it, it just reminds me so many times of how important it is to spend time with people that you care about and tell them you love them. And, and that's why I want to tell you guys, I love you guys so much. And you guys have been always uh, uh, an inspiration to me, and I'm so proud of you in every way. You guys are doing a great job. 
Well, well, thank you very much, and 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 I'm speaking for Mr. Crenshaw. We we feel the same about you, and we're glad you you brought up all those names, those great musicians and producers and yeah. folks out there in Philadelphia. Right. We're gonna sit here and scratch our heads, wondering why still y'all throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. But let's move on from that, <laughs> and and ask you this question, and, and I want to do something that <laughs> I want I want to do something that normally people in your city don't like doing, and that's talking about folks in Pittsburgh. But you brought up the name, but you are in the world of sports, Gil. So I want to get your thoughts on what you, the folks around Philadelphia, because at the end of the day, it comes down to respect. You know, them Red Sox stood up and cheered Derek Jeter when when, when he retired. So if you had a chance to say goodbye to Franco Harris, in Philadelphia, you know, he is what the Steelers are. He's 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 that cornerstone. He's up there on Mount Rushmore. I'm still surprised that he's the second number that they've ever. They got 29 retired, uh, 29 Hall of Famers from those Steelers teams, but only one other number retired. But what are your right. thoughts on, on on Franco Harris? What does he mean to you as a kid who followed him? You know, coming up in this business. And that's a that's a great question, Greg. Because if there were any member of the Iron Curtain and and just the, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and what they represented, who was beloved here in Philadelphia. And you know, these two teams dislike each other. Go back to the years of, of Chuck Knoll and, and, and even Bill Cowher, and, and to some degree, Mike Tomlin. Uh, you put that name, Franco Harris, and you just said, right, on, on Mount Rushmore, it would stand here in Philadelphia. One, because he's beloved in terms of his time at Penn State, which... Uh, you know, people don't really talk about a lot and how he had impacted uh, the football program up there under Joe Paterno. But more importantly, uh, you know, Franco grew up uh, outside of, uh, uh, of Philadelphia. He actually grew up in, in, in New Jersey. But what happened is he went to, when he went to State College, he became a, a, an adopted uh native of, of Pennsylvania. And then when he went to Pittsburgh, they just uh, embraced him. So, and, and the legacy goes on and on and on from there. And that's where it really mushroomed and, and become what it, what it uh, really is, is noted for and what he's remembered for. And that's the immaculate reception, but uh, a, a wonderful, wonderful human being always had time, very gracious, um, always uh, smile, had a smile on his face. And just when he left here, Greg, it was so tragic because we didn't know he was sick. And, and not only that, but you have, you know, timing is everything in life and in, in the business that you and I and, and Sam have, have grown up to become. Timing is everything. And we have, you know, he, he's supposed to, he was supposed to get his number retired and he was supposed to be there. And we were only, what, three days, four days away from that. Right. And, uh, and, and he passes away. And uh, it, it just, it, it's really, like I said earlier, it's really hard for me to see the people that, that we grew up idolizing, but more importantly, respecting, and they set the path for us in so many ways and how we covered things and how we conducted our lives, and, and they're gone. And uh, we'll see them again. We'll see them again in eternity, yeah. and that's what we're guaranteed. So that's all it. of that being said, uh, yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, Sam, I know you're going to jump in here real quick. Did an interview with Mad Dog Russo at 3 o'clock on Tuesday. Mad Dog Russo was on ESPN yeah. with Stephen A. the next yeah. morning, and he was gone. And he yeah. said he had no indication yeah. there was any issues when he interviewed the guy at 3 o'clock that, that uh, day before. That's amazing. That's amazing. Absolutely. Well, we spent this time on the WaitForIt.com hotline this morning with Gil Tyree. And he is social. 
He is social. You can find him on. Let me see. Hey, Gil, Sam's a little under the weather today. Yeah, so we no, can't yes, mess up. He's, he's got a little sinus thing going. So, no, you know, no, he's playing no. hurt. He's on. He's playing hurt today. Got a little rap on his elbow. So be careful with him. <laughs> go, go ahead, man. You can find him on the Twitter at GT6135, at GT6135. Talk about this football team y'all go. got up there and uh, and what has uh, things going in the right direction. Yeah. How far can these guys go? Well, you know, Sam, it really determines how, how much uh, how much they really want it. Uh, you know, they talk it and they try to be about it, but, you know, there's just something missing. And I don't know if that's the fact that, you know, Jalen Hurts is still dealing with the shoulder. I don't know if it's the fact that uh, the uh, defense continues to uh, not be able to stop people. Um, I, I don't know if you're getting guys banged up. I mean, we lost uh, Lane Johnson, uh, and he's gotten banged up. Uh, A.J. Brown took a big hit uh, in the Dallas game, too. And, you know, we've been battling with people having injuries. And, uh, you know, uh, C.J. Johnson, we're trying to, See when he uh, he comes back. So all of that being said, uh, this week, of course, New Orleans comes in, then he closed out with the football New York Football Giants, and these two teams are playing for something. I mean, New Orleans is still flying around for Dennis Allen. Uh, you know, the Giants, I think, are going to be in the mix on the last weekend of the regular season. Uh, Philadelphia, we uh, we have to find a way. And I say when I say we, I'm talking about the community, the fans, and what have you. But Eagles have to find a way to win one of the next two games to clinch the top seed in the NFC. Because, Sam, I, I don't know, and Greg, I don't know this, too, if they can survive. You know, go back. let's go back to, uh, what, 98, when Minnesota was, what, 15, 16, and 1? And uh, Randall Cunningham and that bunch? And yep. what happened? Yep. Okay? Atlanta goes in there, the, the Falcons go in there and steal it. And they go into the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm very concerned with this football team. This football team, in my opinion, does not compare to that one, that, that team of 17, which I thought was really built to run, built to go to the Super Bowl and ultimately win it. The quarterback situation I'm a little concerned about because, you know, the shoulder injury, and you know Greg and you know Sam, with these shoulders, especially with quarterbacks, it's almost like a pitcher. You know, you don't play right. with that stuff. So right. how significant is that injury? And really, what's going to be the game plan this week against New Orleans? Do you play Gardner Minshew? Do you, do you bring back Jalen, clinch it, and then rest everybody and really enjoy that off week before you get ready for the, for the, uh, for the run to uh, Arizona and, rest and, and the Super Bowl? I'll rest them. They only one touchdown away from beating Dallas anyway without them. So they get Minshew yeah, in but, there? But he, but he, yeah, but here's the, here's, the, here's the thing, Greg. You can't turn the ball over four times. And Miles Sanders put the ball on the carpet. Minshew, I thought, played very well. Yeah. And it, they still, we still cannot stop the run. I mean, we got, Pollard was able to gash. Uh, Ezekiel Allett was able to gash the line. They were running that, uh, they were running that stuff over the middle with C.D. Lamb. Right. All of that stuff comes into play. And that's defensive. That's so, you should be playing your best ball right now. Well, and um, you know, and I, I'm concerned about I'm, I'm concerned about Davis, his health. Uh, I mean, we, he went down, uh, and we need him to plug the hole. I mean, and and this was a kid coming out of University of Georgia. I thought was was a, a clear, clear number one. And you know, Nicobe Dean has to be put in the uh, rotation. And I think they're starting to figure that out and start using him 
in terms of what he's done on the special teams and then integrate him because he's a playmaker. Well, and we need those guys. Gil, we really do. Gil, we, we, we got to yes. stop you because we were interested for a minute, but at the end of the day, your Phillies passed up our Braves, <laughs> our football team's eliminated, <laughs> yeah, and we ain't yeah. even got a hockey team. Yeah, All right, so know, we got to wow. stop you, man. We got to stop you. And we just signed Craig Kimball. Right. We just signed Craig Kimball. Let's, no, I got a question for you because we're, we're up against it. We're up yeah. against it, but I got to ask you this okay. question. You got to okay. give it to me quick here. When they're all winning, yes. what kind of who, who owns the town up there? I never knew this. Who owns the town when they're all winning? Is it the Phillies? Is it the Eagles? Is it the Flyers or the 76ers? Whose town is it when Eagles they're. Hands. Eagles hands down. Okay. Eagles hands down. But I will say this, Greg the Phillies are making a run. And, uh, you know, that run last year to get to the World Series, they're coming, but they're still a little bit ways. Uh, little ways back at the Eagles. Yeah, but well, this is an Eagles town and always will be. Yeah, well, we're going to remind you next baseball season. We just had a little hiccup there. <laughs> Cunha yeah, was really. hurt. Ozzy was out. So don't get me started. We'll talk some We'll talk some baseball. Yeah, really. Gail, we love you, man. And yeah. don't be a stranger. We, yes. we, we can't thank you enough for getting up and being thank part you. of the show. And, 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 Merry, and, and, and Merry Christmas. And I will say this, Greg. You stop the Christmas music today. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. No more Christmas music. Today. Ah, boy. Take an extra 20 out of Petty Cash for yourself. Uh, Thank you. Gil Tyree joining uh, us. Yeah. We love you, man. There was some, there was some numbers and some milestones hit uh, in, this, in this past year uh, in the world of sports, and we're going to talk about a couple of them up next. Sam and Greg, in for John and Hughes, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam Craig, we are in for John and you today. Taking a uh, well-deserved day off, and we don't mind coming in, crossing over into the Monday through Friday realm every once in a while. Played that one for uh, well, a little for you, little Jimmy. Yeah. He wrote that song on this day. Did he? That's why I played it. Purple Haze. Hendrix wrote Purple Haze on this day in, if you had to guess the year. You know when he left us, okay, in the 70. Yeah. So he wrote this. 68. Close, 66. 66, okay. 66, Jimmy wrote uh, Purple Haze, so I want to throw that out there. And more insignificant information. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at another one I wrote down here. Uh, Johnny Weissmuller retired from swimming. And Johnny Weissmuller was an Olympic swimmer. Yes. And nobody knows who the hell I'm talking about when I say, who's Johnny Weissmuller? But I, you, do. You, I know you do, and you do know what he became after he quit swimming. Yeah. He was the first... Tarzan in movies. Yes. Yes, Johnny yeah. Weissmuller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I told y'all, me and, do, me and Sam do this. Insignificant information, but it will come up at some point at a party, a get-together. Say, where did I know that from? Oh, yeah. That's that stupid <laughs> Greg was talking about on the radio. Can I, can I revisit something that we were talking to Gil about? Sure. And then before we get into these numbers that are going to come up. And by the way, I want to remind you, David Archer is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour going to talk Falcons NFL, and uh, Terrell Thomas is going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour talking NBA, these Hawks, and what's going on with them. But obviously he was giving his thoughts on, on Franco Harris, and I can't remember if we've actually done that so far in, in the show. But if we haven't, let's wait till later on. But my question is to you is, are you as surprised as I was – well, actually you won't be because I thought of you when I heard this because one of the things that you have always reminded me and our audience is that NFL don't retire numbers. Right. They just, they just don't retire numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teams may, but 
they just, you know, you don't find many numbers that are retired. Yeah. And I would think, well, the okay. Teams, the teams do a circle of honor. Teams do a Hall of Fame. But the number gets handed down to somebody else. I was just surprised that from some of these storied programs. So I'm talking they Steelers. Need those I'm talking Bears. I'm talking Giants. I'm talking who else? Cleveland I, I, Browns. I think, it's, I think it's because you know, of football and the numbers Packers. and how the numbers are, are relegated to certain positions. Not anymore, though. You know, we got wide receivers wearing single digits. Those days are. I mean, I know what you're talking about, yep. but that's changed, and I'm just wondering if that's going to be one of the reasons why. Because I was just like I said, surprised that 29 Hall of Famers, Ben Roethlisberger maybe 30. The Steelers got all these Hall of Famers, yeah. and it's only I think Mean Joe Green. Okay. That's got his retired number retired. Let me just double check. Not Bradshaw. Not Bradshaw. Now what they've done in Pittsburgh is they have this official and then unofficial. So the official, okay, the official retired numbers for the Steelers: Ernie Slaughter. Never heard. Of, excuse me, Slaughter. Um, Joe Green, and now Franco Harris. So thirty, was it seventy, seventy-five, and now thirty-two. Thirty-two. That's it. From that program. Now, I know that nobody's putting on a number 34 in, in the Bears uniform again. I'm not sure about 40 with Gail Sayers. I'm not sure about 50. No, I know 51 isn't. No, they so I know Butkus is, yeah. but I know Walters is not. Again, I'm just surprised. And your explanation, while valid five years ago, you know, they started changing that around. And I'm just wondering if you think we're going to see more from those, are they going to retire Lawrence Taylor's numbers at the Giants, or nah. or you just don't think, you just don't see it happening? Nah, they're not. They're not going to do that. NFL teams don't do that. They're not. I'm just saying, they, you they, 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 they won't. You, but you know, fans of that team feel a certain way when okay, they see well, somebody they who do doesn't uphold what that number meant to them coming up. Yeah. I mean, we get over it. Yeah. But I just you thought yes. so. You still don't see it happening, mm-hmm. even though wide receivers don't wear it in the '80s anymore, or, or predominantly in the they '80s. Want to. But they can wear what they want. They wear fifty-six apparently if they want to. Well, not really. You don't see wide receivers wearing fifty-six. No, you don't. But no. if, I'm sure if there was a stink about it, somebody may. No, no it's no, just it was just something I was curious about. Anyway, Sam and Greg <laughs> Sports Radio nine two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Well, I can't argue with you. I don't they're, know. They're we'll, not going to do that. We'll wait and see. Yeah, you know if They'll that actually nice, happens. But, but they can't. We're going to do a sort of year-end synopsis of, of this sports, you know, this sports year and, and give our opinions on various things that happen throughout the course of the year. We'll do that on the 31st, like everybody's doing, right? So we'll do ours yeah. during our show later on this week. But as we sit here today, mm-hmm. I, there was just a couple numbers that I wasn't sure if I would see, you know, a new member in that club again. With it being legitimate. And I'll tell you the two I'm talking about. One in baseball, a legitimate one, and I, I guess it's as legitimate as any. Nobody thought that we'd see somebody reach 700 home runs without somebody waving a finger at him and going, mm, well, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, that just, you know. But we saw that this year. And we, we, we saw the praise going to a guy who's just been that, he's in that category. He's in that Tim Duncan. He's in that Jimmy Johnson from NASCAR. He's in that category where they're an all-time great, but people don't immediately include them in their list of, you know, we're putting together this this team. Or we're going to have so-and-so drive this car for this one Daytona 500. You know, you pick everybody else that's a little bit more 
commercial, if you will, but you don't pick the dude who's steady. Tim Duncan, yeah, I you know, I'm and I'd be guilty of that too. Jimmy Johnson, and now again, Albert Pujols. And then the thing about Albert Pujols is where he's been the last few years. He's been out in the West Coast, and you know he wasn't hitting home runs at the rapid rate that he had was in St. Louis. And so he kind of fell off the map with some folks, you know, because it's this team wasn't it? once again the Angels. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's so, a- you know, for all for all the, the the bright lights and the greatest player and whatnot, make a playoff. Yeah, just make yeah. a playoff, will you? And are you surprised yeah, that they haven't so far? I mean, Mike Trout, I, mean, I, I got to go and look and see. Maybe Eric can do it. But how many playoff wins Mike Trout has got since he's joined that team? And by the way, with the two of them there, I don't know that's an easy answer to say who's the best player in baseball between them two. But it, the team don't make the playoffs. Oh, no, man. you're right. I don't. I, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And being in L.A., in a market where you would think people would want to go. Now, you can talk about the managers, but hey, they had Joe Madden out there for a minute who came out there right after a World Series with the Cubs. Whatever reason, it just won't happen at, at, at Anaheim, and it's got to be bad because the guys up the street and, and the Dodgers, they're, they're winning, right? And San Diego too. Yeah, I, I you're right. I just I, I don't get. We got we it. got the best players. We got two of the best players on the planet right here, and <laughs> we at the playoffs parking cars. We're detailing in the corner. Bring your car down here. We're detailing. Did you hesitate? In, <laughs> did you? <laughs> Did you hesitate? You know what I mean? for, really? No, I agree with you 100. Yeah. percent Did you hesitate for a minute in 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 the legitimacy of Albert Pujols' career and where he ended up? Uh, Was there ever any sort of throughout his career, the guy landed and started? I mean, had arguably the best 10 years numbers. His first 10 oh yeah. years, oh yeah, put up against anybody. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Oh, he feasted on Braves. Yeah, oh my did. goodness. Yeah, he did. He, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, so go ahead. Your, your, your Mike Trout trivia. I yeah. mean, take a guess. I want to say maybe okay, one playoff win, two playoff wins. I don't know or none, zero. Yeah, I, zero. Is he ever been to the playoffs? One divisional series. I know they, have they were swept yeah. by the Kansas City Royals yeah. in his ten-year career. That's crazy. Yeah, Ernie Banks never played in the World Series. There's a long list of people. Does, does he know that NBA players, you know, tell? Maybe they want to go somewhere to, to be winners. Does he know about what the NBA players do? I'm sure he does. You I'm, can't do, I guarantee you, you can't, he hears you, it every offseason. You, 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 can't, you can't run folks like the, you know, the NBA players do in bouncing around. I know what you're saying. You can't do that in baseball. Yep, he can't. No. Why not? Well, first of all, you got to take – If you're a player like he is right now – But they certain, they signed him long-term contracts, man. Tell your agent, look, man, I, I want to – Force a know, trade. But I, 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 just, I, I give him respect for staying out there and dealing with it. Uh, he's in a major market. Yeah, it's worst places to live than Southern California. But the crazy part about this is the commissioner came out and made a comment to the fact that the, the popularity or lack thereof of Mike Trump outside of the baseball fan is his fault. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically it. He's saying he ain't doing enough to put himself and that team on the map like some other players are doing as far as Either social media. Yeah, or he's not. A, he's not a lamp. He ain't light. that dude, yeah, man. Speaking yeah, of Philadelphia, yeah, he's that. Yeah, no, he's yeah. he's he. That's his personality. <sighs> Listen, I don't know, but you know, I'll say this: be it going back to the umpire conversation, when you see the the two most um, 
guys with the biggest deals in the paraphernalia or the sporting goods, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. Every kid that steps up to plate has on Mike Trout shoes, a Mike Trout bat. Mike Trout, I mean, they've got all his gear. Because they want to be good players. Yeah, and Bryce Harper. Those are the two, by far, you see their gear and stuff. Well, the reason for this whole conversation and talking about Alex, um, um, Albert Pujols is because with Alex Ovechkin now reaching 800 and two goals, yep. got himself a couple the other night, passes Gordy Howell for second on the list. I've talked to two people who play hockey, not just fans of hockey, that actually play hockey, and without missing a beat, talking about how he's going to get another 100 in the next year and a half. And I thought to myself, there's no way, because I look at him, and he looks you know, two years older than dirt. He's as big as a house, yeah. but I mean, great hair and this yeah, and that. Yeah. And I just figure that the 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 punishment that a hockey player's body takes, and he's a big drink of water. When yeah, when yeah. it comes to hockey players, and you talk about guys that are big, Ovechkin's one of them. So he can sustain that, but it's still it's just the amount that he's taken so far. And you think that people aren't going to key on him now, trying to keep him from not only this Gretzky record, but to really s- separate him. I don't care if it's four goals. You get a nine in front of the total of goals you got, and nobody else has got that. Uh, listen, yeah, please. But I'm just surprised. He stays healthy though; it's out there for him. I just surprised that if he, he is, stays healthy. It's out there for him. People are confidently saying that he's going to get it. Like they know he's going to pass Gretzky. Gretzky got nine sixty. Was it? Uh, we're, we're at eight, eight ninety four, something like that. I'm doing this off the top. I don't have it exact. He's either a four or six. Eight ninety six. We'll look it up. It's just an amazing. But those two numbers were uncharted territory again. We thought as sports fans. Eight ninety four. Okay. Eight ninety four. So he got to get. He got to get them six more. Like we all hoped that Edward Pujols did. Once he passed a Rod, it's like ninety six. Said please just get just get two more. We don't want you, we don't want you tied with a Rod. We want you to get into the seven hundreds. And 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 so I was quite happy about that. But anyway, it's just just numbers that. We just didn't think we'd see. As we recap this past year, these are one of the standout numbers. We started the show talking about, you know, the story of the week and, you know, between Pittsburgh and them finally retiring Franco's number, and and that was a big story. This is another one of those big stories from 2022 that you can't sleep on if you're any kind of a sports fan because this is achievement. This is an achievement, and we're going to be start – we're going to talk to Sean Belegian soon. We're going to start getting into hockey updates in 2023. But I I just – well, he averages over his last four years 53 goals per season. So he would need almost two full seasons at the current pace yeah. to get to it and surpass it. Something to watch out for. We're going to give you a uh, – I'm going to give you a casting call coming up later on in this 8 o'clock hour. There are jobs out there right now. We're kind of in a lull, but I'll tell you where to look on the casting call to find out some of those behind-the-camera opportunities. David Archer. He's a regular here on Mondays talking football with John and Hugh, who we are in for, but he's going to join us coming up at 820. But up next, get into some of these college football stories. We prepare the national championship and some dudes from Ohio apparently are in town. We'll talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.